Hello, everyone. I just want to remind you that the information, the procedures, suggestions, and forecasts contained in all Penny Kelly podcasts or videos are not meant to take the place of a diagnosis, physician, financial advisor, or professional advice. They're for educational purposes only. All use of the information presented is at your own discretion. Neither Penny Kelly, Kelly Networks, LLC, or any of her associates will be held liable for any injury, damage, or loss, financial or otherwise, as a result of the information contained in all Penny Kelly podcasts and videos. What is the end of time and fifth dimensional living? Let's review the dimensions. Um, the first dimension is a point. Two dimensions, um, you know, and actually a line is a series of points. So two dimensions is length and width. Three dimensions is height. And so now you have a three-dimensional structure. Fourth dimension is time. How long will that structure last? It will last as long as it is harmonically created. Okay, it has to it has to be harmonic because otherwise, if it's not, it's going to have destructive interference in the frequencies, and and it ends up taking itself out. So fourth dimension is time. Fifth dimension is when you are no longer subject to time. Now you have developed your consciousness to the point that you can reconfigure and place your consciousness anywhere you want in time and restructure yourself or reassemble yourself according to what that place and, and that moment requires. So that's fifth dimension. Um, it, it's, you don't have to, it's not linear, it's multidimensional. Okay, so linear thinking, linear experience um, is when you, you, let's just use having a baby, for instance, you get pregnant, it takes nine months for that baby to unfold to fully develop in the womb. And then you go through this birth process and you have a baby, you have a new human. And, and so that's a linear sequence. What happens if you can um, reconfigure the frequencies so that all the frequencies are present at the moment of conception? Maybe that child would be developed in two days instead of nine months. Or like the chicken I saw, the, the guy who could um, take a fertilized egg and, um, and just focus on it and intensely focus on creating the frequencies and accelerating the frequency changes in and around that egg. And in a, an hour and a half or two, he had a live chicken running around on the table. When I was with the robes, um, they said, this is what you're going to learn to do. And there was this old broken down house that was, it looked like a... Um, like a pioneer house. It was kind of a shack. It was partly made of stone. The, the bottom had some stones built up. And then there were some wood, it used to be 
you know, lumber, I think. Um, and the whole thing, the roof had collapsed. Um, there was a piece of two of the walls, the other two walls were gone. And, and, and they, they focused on that structure and the whole thing reassembled. And I was just blown away. It's <laughs> like, look at that. Um, and, and they said this, and I had had a whole bunch of lessons in frequencies. This was one of them. And, and they said, depending on the frequencies that you assemble, that will create what you are going to experience or what you have at your fingertips, etc. So um, fifth dimensional, the end of time is not the end of us. The end of time is the end of having to go through a slow process instead of just going right to um, whatever it is we want to experience or need to experience. And, and that makes a huge difference. Um, like when you're sick, um, the, I think I've told a story once before that I was, I was asking, I forget if the question was, how do we heal ourselves immediately or how do we become immortal or something like that? How do we keep from getting old? Um, it was one of those. And I'm meditating. I'm sitting on the bed. This was back in the days when I meditated here and there. Um, and I had this, all of a sudden, this absolute <laughs> shocking vision of a wall that appeared with a, a window, old-fashioned wooden window that opened out, kind of like a shutter. Um, and this this window opened out and this elf hung out the window and said, Fourier transforms. And I was just, and then he closed the door and the whole thing disappeared. And, and I did not know what Fourier transforms were at that point in time and thought, what was that about? Um, I didn't connect it to the question that I had been turning over in my mind right at that moment in the meditation in which I was looking for information and ways to stay healthy, to return to good health. I think I was having some kind of serious health troubles at that time and, uh, and wondering how do we how do we keep from aging? How do we <clears throat> stay young? And so the um, I, some time went by, and I and one day I thought, you know, what the heck is a Fourier transform? I was fiddling around on the computer, and and this was like years later, and and so I googled Fourier transforms and it said it was some sort of mathematical something, um, and then and I didn't this. I'm not sure when this was, but, um, but another year or two goes by or maybe four or five. And I decide, you know, maybe there's videos of Fourier transforms. And so I, I don't know if I got on YouTube or what, um, but I typed in videos of Fourier transforms or videos explaining Fourier transforms. And there was a whole bunch of them. And I watched them and instantly... Boom. It's like, oh my God, there's, that's, that's the answer right there. So what you get in a Fourier transform is a frequency that's spiraling. You know, we, we do this, but it's really doing this. Um, and, and it triggers 
um, the spiraling of other things around it. And so you get this massive array of spirals and frequencies and, and they wind, it's like, when you look at it, it's like watching the gears on a clock, on an old-fashioned clock. And when you rewind them, you wind back to the original state of frequencies. And at that point, I thought, oh, wow, there's our, our road to the end of time. We need to understand that better. We need to be able to talk about it. We need to be able to rewind ourselves, restore the frequency set we have at a certain point in time. So then I spent about a year um, fiddling with, okay, how do we rewind? <laughs> how do we do this? And I was um, dealing with some of my teachers and was I had this question. I did not ask them. But um, one of them made the comment, obviously, in answer to my, the question I was holding inside of me. Um, and the comment was something like this. Um, in order to rewind, you recall all of the feeling and all of the conditions and all of the sights and the sounds and the smells and the tastes and the feelings of a particular stage in life. And, and so I, I thought about that for a minute and said, do you mean to say that if I went back to imagining that I was 12 again or 15 or 18, that I would return to that state? And the answer was yes. And I was like, okay. How? So then my next question was, well, how do I keep all my wisdom and the things I've learned now? And they just smiled. And so I'm, I don't have a, a really good answer to that question. If we can rewind the physical material, um, I don't want to give up anything. And so I haven't focused on practicing that because I don't want to go back to having a 12 year old perspective again, or maybe I need to go back to 12 again and, um, you know, and work my way forward from a whole new point of view. But um, that that's the end of time when you're no longer subject to the spiraling forward of all your frequencies and you can reset continuously. So, and I think that reset is really done through um, things like what Emoto discovered, thanking the body, telling it how grateful you are for what it does, going through regularly and just doing a sweep all the way through that focuses on gratitude for every single cell and um, allowing it to return or regain its perfection, its crystal perfection. Um, and when I say crystal, um, it, it's, it, um, how do I say this? We are frequency first and geometry second. And the geometry is really pretty important. If you've ever seen the geometric level of existence, it's just beautiful. And it's, it's, it's a three-dimensional 
moving geometry of circles and squares and shapes and triangles and polygons and tetrahedrons and what have you, um, and, and just kind of all oozing in there together and all having this, I guess I would call it electric light that it, it's the most beautiful set of lights and each frequency is a little different color. Oh my God, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And so that forms like a base structure and then we fill in around it with matter. Fifth dimensional living is what you can call the end of time. Yes. Okay. So for someone I would like me, call it, in, in order to get away from the idea of, oh, that's the end of us, I would say fifth dimensional living is multidimensional existence. When we first talked about that, I couldn't help but wonder, so what does that look like? So I'm sitting here watching the waves move through water. I'm watching the ducks float around and there's okay. time involved. The waves have to move from one end and come here and the ducks right. are moving. So there's time involved in the process of doing that. Yeah. There's time involved in the process of writing a book. There's, so our whole paradigm involves a very linear sequence of events. And to remove that and say, well, um, you'll see, what do you see? The wave starts there and it's already ending before you have time to enjoy watching it. Or how does that, how do you view your, your world if there's no more linear time? What is the what, if you think that there would be waves and ducks in a nonlinear world? So what would there be then if there's no waves and ducks? Whatever you create. So in other words, if I wanted to see waves and ducks, there would be waves and ducks. But if I didn't want to see them, they wouldn't be there. What do you mean? If so, you want, in, in what state? If I wanted to create waves and ducks, you're saying that I would just create them and have them there. Is that what you mean? That's right. So in a world where we live all together and we're creating a reality together, yep. how does that even work? Because then we all want to see something different. Is there an agreement somewhere? Is there like a base of <laughs> a reality system? I'm surprised you would say that because here we are. There's 8 billion of us and we all want something different. And yet it works. That is the amazing thing about this whole reality system, about any reality system. It's like, look at the diversity. How the heck does that work? But it does. It does. And what you discover is that when you create beauty, waves and ducks are beauty, then other people enjoy that. Now, if you're going to create ugly, people are going to try and erase it. They're going to try and take it away. They're going to try and get rid of it or they avoid you because you're not a good creator. But beauty, like I said, is its own excuse for being. It is a phenomenal attractor. Why? Because beauty only appears when everything is in harmony and advanced and evolved beings are attracted to harmony. That's why I'm asking the question, because if we just talk right now, we're used to seeing events happen. So I want to go to some other country. I have to go through the steps. There's a linear progressive right. of events for me to go visit another reality system because another country yeah. could be considered another reality system. So there's a time <laughs> aspect for me to do that. Yeah. And so trying to imagine a world where there's no more time. So you kind of like pop in and out wherever you want to go. Right. So there's no more. Right. You, you want to be in, uh, in Mexico. You just 
in All Mexico. the rules are different. All the rules are different. And that is one of the reasons why people sometimes struggle if they don't go to the way station, but they don't end up in one of the bad places. They end up in a place where they still have to learn a whole new set of rules. And you do that slowly um, and, you, and you maybe flub up a little bit, but um, stuff doesn't stick like it does here. We're here in this reality system because the because if you go back to the planet that we blew up, um, the lesson is, look, sucker, you're going to live with what you create. And that is the whole point of a three-dimensional reality. It stays once you create it, and now you're going to live in it. And people don't seem to get that. They want somebody to fix it. And they don't realize they're the ones creating. Create something beautiful. Create something wonderful. Create something that works. But we're also uh, inheriting a lot of the creation that was not ours in this incarnation. You could say, well, you created it anyways when you were here 500 years ago. So it's, but we don't know that necessarily right now. But you could, yeah, we could say that. But yeah. it's still, it's, it's still the ideas that the, there are rules in this reality, the three-dimensional reality yeah. system it has rules in itself and that they, it's, it stays. Yeah. So with this three-dimensional system, if we moved to the fifth dimension, living, the end of time, we wouldn't be here anymore. They would, it would be something else. Is that correct? Well, yes and no. What, what I've observed in the fifth dimension is that there are many, many aspects of this world that are there because people have recreated them because they love them. And so some of the details are missing, but not all of them. And to move through this end of time is it, um, is it something that happens upon death? In other words, can I suddenly go and say, I move past time, I'm, I'm moving into the fifth dimension? How does that happen? How, did, no. how is there no more time? There's no more time when you no longer come here. <laughs> There's no more three-dimensional time when you no longer come here. There are other three-dimensional planets and dimensions and places that you can go. Um, they're all unique. Um, there's a there's a lot considering the number of places out there. There's a lot of similarity. Humanoids are similar all the way across the cosmos, and there's millions, millions of races of beings, and the variety is astounding. But there, this is a system, you know, a central nervous system with a tail that has a whole bunch of um, you know, uh, nerves sticking out to the side and then arms and legs. Um, that is a system that works very successfully and it's used throughout the, throughout the cosmos. So, um, in terms of, um, let's just go back to the, okay, I'm moving to fifth dimension, that kind of thing. That's, um, that's a different reality system. That's a different set of frequencies. That's a different set of potentials and capacities. Um, that's uh, yeah, on, on the way to becoming um, what everybody would like to become, which is not stuck in the pain and the sorrow and the suffering here. 
Um, but you have to focus. You have to be 110% committed to what is good and beautiful and true. So it is a process of evolution yep. to go there. So when a lot of the new age people say, well, I'm out of here and I'm moving to the fifth dimension and I'm ascending. Yeah. Is that, is that realistic? Is that something that we'll see happen? I don't know. Maybe it will. I don't, I don't know. I think that if you don't have that as a goal, then you're certainly never going to get there. But you have to have demonstrated. I cannot emphasize how important the demonstration is. Your love. You have to demonstrate your ability to create. You have to demonstrate your ability to transform evil or transform uh, anger or ugliness. You have to demonstrate um, you don't just think it. Um, it has to become a way of being. And then there comes a point where the, the moment you see something that um, angers other people or disturbs other people or irritates them or whatever, upsets them, your, your instant gut level reaction is to heal that. There's no blame. There's no which side should I take? Who's in the right here? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The new age movement to move towards that, they want to move away from what they feel is very destructive because that's what you see. They, they want to have love and light and, right. um, and yeah, have and a place good. of cooperation. Yes, exactly. So a place of cooperation. But is, is what, I'm, what I'm wondering, is it, is it realistic? Is it, is, it, is it more work than we realize for us in terms of where we are at in our evolution? to do that, to move to that fifth time, to move to that end of time. Are we close? In other words, is it something that could happen in my life? That is the leap in conscious. That is the shift that has been prophesied for however many long time. That is it right there in a nutshell. Um, you take a stand, you commit to certain principles of truth, beauty, you know, generosity, love, etc. Um, and then you live those, you act on that. Um, the people upset you, then you try to fix that with them so that they're not upset. Um, if people want to hurt you, then you move out of the way. It's the remember the guy with who said, shoot me, shoot me. Um, and, and the, you know, the guy with the gun was like, ah, and, and, you know, how was that possible that he stopped that bullet? It was the intent to save the guy who was, had the gun from the karma, uh, from having to pay, from having to suffer because he shot somebody. There is no more powerful a demonstration than keeping your fellow from making a mistake that they will regret for a very long time. That's love in action. So in other words, we're on the right track. A lot of the, yes. a lot of the population, I don't want to say a lot, I don't know how much, but many of the population, even if yeah. we're often guided, maybe misguided as well, the intention of most people who go yeah. towards those, those, those um, type of movements, that's what they're striving for. That's they're right. striving to move to a nicer place. That's right. And right. by God, it's hard <laughs> when everything around you is snapping and biting at your heels and trying to give you a hard time. And and I I'm I don't know for sure how much longer we can hold out, 
but um, I I see we're we're at, right at that turning point over the next four months, um, and after that, um, we just have to make it. We have to. So uh, we need to come together. We need to have some goals. We need to um, be of one mind. I think that's really. I've been chewing on this. How do we come together? How do we do that? What is it that we, what is the action? What's the demonstration of that? Um, and like I said yesterday, I think it's, um, we need a theme. We need a, a song, a music. We need a color. It's kind of like a color revolution in reverse. <laughs> um, we need some stated goals. We need some encouragement. Um, and and that's it's a start. And where it goes from there, I'm not sure. But at least I've got that much. <laughs> <laughs>